Majesty, awesome God, our great Adam, you are God, worthy of your miracles, we stand in awe of your holy name, Lord we bow. And worship you. Father, we bow and worship you as we come to you. Through the grace this morning to worship, to honor you. We thank you for giving us this opportunity to gather on today. As we come, Father, come and speak life into our lives. We, we, we glorify your name. We thank you for making us see another day. It is based out of your, the abundance of your goodness, of your love, of your faithfulness. It is not based on what we are. It is still even mercy that we can see the day, that, 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 that we can seek for your mercy, that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. You're the one that made this available. Father, we thank you in, in Jesus' name for this opportunity. We want to worship you. We want to glorify your name. We want to receive your spirit. We want to receive your word. We want to be sanctified by you. We know through Christ, we are already forgiven through our, based on our faith in you, Father. But, Father, we want to be sanctified. We don't want to continue to live the way we've been living, coming unto you every morning to seek you. Father, help us, O oh Lord, to be able to abide and remain perpetually in your love, in your grace, in your presence, to be able to manifest the love that you have for us to others, O oh Lord, to, to yes, show Lord. Yes, the Lord. kingdom to to, to, to reveal your goodness. Name of Jesus. Be righteously on, on, on yes, today. Be yes, that exalted, Lord. Be that exalted. Let your name be magnified in our lives, O oh Lord. Father, thank you for who you are, what you've done, and what you're still doing, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Be that exalted in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, I just, it's probably good we should just go directly into the word today. Once again, I want to thank Pastor for uh, taking um, yesterday's devotion. Um, so, 
one of the good things about devotion um, that we've been doing, especially this week, is um, one thing I always realize, you know, in growing up, we always think about um, our spiritual life as different from, um, you know, our walk life. You know, there's always, we're trying to, we're, we're in a position of always trying to act, you know, balance our heart. Well, God is trying to tell us that, you know, this source is the source of life and all the other lives that we are trying to actually balance is, you know, he is the foundation of that kind of life. You know, most of us always think about our spiritual life as, you know, you know, our relationship with God as, you know, when we go to church, when we do Bible study, when we fellowship with the brethren. But really, the call for our life, you know, through the ascension and through Christ is to be able to manifest his rule in all things, you know. And this week has been centered about how to be blessed at work. You know, when you think about it, all forms of work, you know, how to be blessed in anything, even in our relationship. And because when you think about it, you know, most of the time we pray about a relationship maybe with our spouses, with our friends, with our children. But the basis of every relationship is our relationship with God because if we have that as the basis of our relationship, then we can manifest God's will in that relationship. Because if we if we have a you know connection with God based on his love and mercy for us, then we can manifest that same mercy and love to other people. So we yes. can, you know, instead of us, you know, getting mad easily or, you know, because it's the, there's always going to be offense. We offend the Lord most of the time because, you know, we don't do his will. Some of mm -hmm. our, you know, so if we can, if we can think deep from that perspective, if you can let the Holy Spirit convict us and correct us and teach us, then we can understand that it is, you know, while we were yet sinners, God actually showed us, and he's still showing us love. It's a continuum. And he's still calling us to himself. So for us, if that is the basis of our of our communication or relationship with others, then you know, I mean, we if we're aspiring that for God, because you know, I've heard this conversation come up like, you know, people, you know, when it's when it comes to us, we 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 want mercy, but when it comes to other people, we we want justice. You know, when you know, so that's why you know we you know we speak about when there's unjust when when is there's injustice around the world, but we we want mercy from God. We come to Him boldly to ask for forgiveness, but we want justice for other people. We don't want God. We don't want forgiveness. We're like ah, they deserve this, but we don't pray for what we deserve. Mm -hmm. We pray for mercy. So from that perspective, this is what God is trying to make us be. And when you think about it from the very central point of our discussion today, it is about workplace. How can we be who Christ has told us to be? And one of the things, uh, you know, one of the times that I was talking about, you know, the knowledge of our own identity, because if Christ is, you know, our master, if we are trying to become Christ, then these are the places we can manifest because it is the manifestation. It is not only about pro pro uh, professing things. And one of the things that, you know, God wants us to 
you know, move ahead with this, not just, you know, our confession is great, but it is man the manifestation of that will that really shows, you see, you know, those who obey me, those ones are the ones that really, you know, showed that, that, that truly have faith in it. Because if we don't obey, if we just, you know, take it and we are not able to manifest it in our places of work, then it is hard for us to know if we are really Christ. So, you know, and we started the week on Monday with about how to bless. I just want to run through it. You said skilled workers are always in demand. And when you think about it, when you say skilled worker, you know, how can we really be skilled? You know, and one of the things is, you know, for us to, you know, to master the gift that God has given us. Because when you think about skills, you master, you know, like Paul right? So to master the gift God has given us. See, if you, if you, if you're an encourager, you know, be the best at encouraging people. If you are this person, be the best at being this person. One of the things is to know what God has really imputed in our life for us to truly be creative and truly function in the areas of our life. Because we cannot be every. We are not called to be all things, but the things that we are called for, you know, we need to come to the knowledge of it. And that is true seeking name, abiding in it, and let the Holy Spirit direct us and guide us to that place. And we can become skilled by, you know, just like Joshua. Joshua, the call for his life was to lead those people. And God was telling him, this is the way you're going to lead these people. If you abide in this particular book of the law, if you, you know, if you if you abide in it and remain in it, then you have the courage to overcome all forms of limitations in your life. In Solomon, too, you know, the calling of his life was to rule over these people, and he asked for you know an equipment to be able to do that function. So the function of our life, well, first we have to actually come to the knowledge of what God is calling us. So then we can own our skills by abiding in him so that he would lead us. Because if we're trying to be something that he has not created us, then that is why we get in this confusing situation. You multiple things that we're trying to be. We have to try to be skilled on this and unskilled with this. So how to be blessed at work, you know, we need to identify what God is calling us to do so that we can excel in it. Because eventually this is to manifest his glory. And, you know, we can showcase people, showcase to people who God is through the knowledge of what he has called us to be. And, you know, the second day was hard, hard work will hard work reward you. We, Christ has revealed to us that, you know, daily we need to you know, carry our cross. We need to, you know, I was reading something that says C.S. Lewis was saying, was saying that Christianity is not for lazy people. If we really want to manifest God's will, we need to continue to, you know, to seek and abide in his presence, to, to know his will and to be able to manifest this. You know, we need to be hardworking. We need just, you know, we, we cannot continue to linger. And this is an encouragement for us because this is real for us when you think about how these devotions are being related to it. Is it and also is it in um, the third day, which is Wednesday, which was just you say is in honor preferring one another in Romans 12 10. And when you think about it, we shouldn't think of ourselves as like one of the terms quote unquote that was used during the family Sunday like uh, El Shaddai, like we we are we know everything. To be blessed at work, we need to be humble. 
And in all things, it's not the only work. We need to be humble, not to, not to think that we are better than the person. And this comes to us because when we see other people, and I can use myself as an example, like if somebody is struggling with something, you know, sometimes there's always an inner heart for us to be, you know, to want to show, you know, that we know something. But in a place of it not coming from a central place of love, of humility, then we now make other people feel like they don't know something. And in the first place, we were in that same position. But if we are not thinking from that perspective, that we were in one time, we didn't know something. One time we have not come to the knowledge of what God was telling us and we were seeking. Now he has given us some, you know, you know, knowledge about things that now we're feeling that we are better than other people. And that is, it, it, it cuts across all things. You know, it's in honor preferring one, preferring one another. You know, not to think that we are the most important. You know, we have to be thoughtful. And today's one, as we go directly to it, it's an ill-gotten gains to non profit. And this is very unique to us. Once we are, you know, trying to actually show God's character and to 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 be able to be blessed. And when you think about all the scriptures that was that we're going to be using today is gotten from Proverbs, you know, it is very important to know that. As Christ followers, this is one of the places that we can show who he is, you know, not to continue to be conformed to worldliness and trying to live a life of quick, quick, quickly, uh, quick, quick uh, to, to get rich, right? Means of deceits and all those things, because it is being revealed to us that these things. They don't even last, and that we the, and the earth will soon, you know, uh, you know, the, the, all those wealth that we're trying to actually accumulate. These things will not last forever, but there's one thing that will last forever, which is eternity with it. And if we are seeking the small, you know, if you're looking from a small picture perspective, and we're not looking at the big picture, because most of the time, the reason that we are so very vulnerable to the enemy onto getting things is because we are so conformed as in we are, you know, the earth and all the laws of it are the one that is encompassing our mind and based on the society that we live. But if we, are, if, we, if we come to the knowledge of that this is not the final point, and if we continue to live for this particular place, then this will be the final point. But if we know from, you know, true, seeking him and abiding in him, that this, all these things will soon pass away. That's one of the things that won't pass is for us to be able to actually reign with him eventually. So for us, it's an ill-gotten world, ill-gotten gains do not profit. It doesn't last. Let's read. Uh, I'll, I'll read from Proverbs 10. I'll read from the New Living Translation. And I just wanted to Quickly read some of that proverb saying. It's a from verse one says the proverb of Solomon: the, a wise child brings joy to a father, and a foolish, a foolish child brings grief to a mother. Tainted wealth has no lasting value, but the right living can save your life. And I'll continue from there. It said, "The Lord will not let the godly go hungry, but He refuses to satisfy the cravings, craving of the wicked." One of the things that has been like you know, a storming block for, for us is, you know, the 
impatience or not being able, not being still enough to wait on God to, 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 to build us in pro, going through a process of, you know, building us, molding us. And we always talk about this you know, coming out as gold. It is our impatience or while we're praying, you know, we get weary about things. Then we 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 then we we, we get conformed to trying to find a way to 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 based on the, uh, the cravings or the desires of getting quick, getting things quick. You know, you know, go on this path of trap. Like you said, there he said, tainted wealth has no lasting value, but the right living can save your life. The Lord will not let the godly go hungry, because He He is our provider. He knows what we need, but he said he refuses to satisfy the craving of the wicked. And if that is not his will for us, then we can seek his will. And that is why it's important when you think about that James, about James when when you talk when we're talking when he talks about temptation and endurance and all those things. But one of the things that he said, if in that moment we don't understand, we can seek his wisdom, we can try and know his will, and he will reveal himself to us. That is what he has promised us. Instead of us trying to develop schemes by ourselves, trying to do things by our own strength, which leads us into trying all these ways of deceit. We can always seek him. Is it because God will refuse to satisfy the cravings of the wicked if 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 we are not clear enough, if it's just our own ill desires that are leading us to do all these things, then we can seek his face and he will lead us in that and he will give us the courage and the peace and the joy that we need to be patient while we are going through a process of sanctification or a process of you know purification to become who he has called us to be in our lives and i read today i uh, read a text for today is it in order to be blessed on the job you must practice this honesty it is unwise to steal, even if you never cut. Ill-gotten gains do not promise profits. You may steal and get away with it, but you won't benefit by it. Wealth obtained by fraud do, it dwindles. Because, like it's, it's revealed there, the source of the wealth, it is from ill intention and it would not last, even though it might be for a moment. But like it's revealed to us here, it will never last. And also, uh, we'll read Proverbs 13, verse 11. It said, Wealth gotten from get-rich-quick schemes quickly disappear. Wealth from hard work grows over time. Because the patience of waiting for God to direct us, it is different from the patience of always trying to de de make a deceitful scheme to be able to get wealth quick because we're always looking to cover our back. But the one that is gotten from hard work, God is building us so that we it can be sustained through his own strength, not our own strength. But the one that we are trying to you know, scheme our way through things, we are trying, we're depending on our own way. It is not, he is not the one guiding us through that thing. So, and if we're depending on ourselves, then eventually, it will get to a place where everything will be lost, like it's revealed to us. And it, this is even practical. Things that, you know, hard work gets you and things that, 
you know, you, you, it just comes wayside without no strong foundation. It always ends up, you know, falling flat. And the ones that hard work gets you, because over time you've built, you know, a strong foundation, even though maybe you didn't get uh, rich quickly, but you have a strong foundation. And you know the processes and the iterations of how you got to that place. But the one that it's quick, you know, like you said, the one is a get rich quick schemes. There's no iteration for you to get it because it just came based on some ill, uh, deceitful ways that you got it. So you can't do wrong things. You can't do the wrong thing and finish up with the right result. This is practical. We, you know, we talk about uh, people that you know, did, you know, mathematics you know it, it, you know when you have a formula and you put you know as in you, you can't you can't do the wrong thing or had you know or, or do something you know sometimes they said there are multiple ways for us to resolve something you know but if all the things that we are adding are wrong things then we don't expect it to come out as good products there will still be some issues along the line. There will be wrong results. So not only will you have trouble, you will bring trouble on those who love you and depend on you. He said, he who profits illicitly troubles his own household. His own house. So we're talking about the consequences that come from all these things. You know, consequences of getting things done in the wrong manner just to be able to fulfill our own ill desire. So for us to be able to be great at work, for us to be blessed at work, we need to follow the principles, which is to yield to God, which, which is to depend on Him, which is to seek Him, for Him to guide us in the path that is right for us to be able to achieve what He has called us to, to reveal His character. But if we continue to find ways to depend on ourselves, you see, those ones that depend on themselves, you know, you know, it, you know, it is not by power of God by mind, but by the Holy Spirit. If we depend on ourselves, we will eventually fall flat. But if we, if you are patient and yield unto God to build us, to purify us, then we are, 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 you know, we can reveal his character in all situations. And God, our God is a creative God. And he owns, he said, said, you know, the cat, you know, power, you know, cat, you know, he, he owns everything. So if he owns everything, and if he's purifying us for a purpose, if he has called us for a purpose to reveal who he is, who, who is God going to reveal? Is he going to reveal somebody poor? He's going to reveal who he is in those particular places. You know? So for us, we need to depend on him. Think about it. You could lose your job, damage your reputation, be humiliated, face cost and legal consequences. Your whole family pays for it and end up in shame all which will negatively affect your children. And this has happened multiple times, even in an immediate family, extended family, or people we know about, that, you know, the cost of, you know, trying these schemes results into, you know, shame of one way or the other. Now, that we, 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 we can't even speak the truth because, we are so, you know, you know, we are so ashamed of the situation that this has resulted and cost our lives. You see, your spouse des- deserves an honest partner. Your children deserve an honest role model. Confident, 
that the path you walk is safe for them to follow. Radio commentator Paul Harvey stated that 40% of American workers admitted to stealing on the job and 25% of them failed justified in doing so. They rationalized it by saying, everybody's doing it. Why ensuring that the boss can afford it? He won't miss it. It's only small stuff. It won't make any difference. The company owes me. I'm just taking what's mine. I deserve it. I've worked hard and never been acknowledged. What does God have to say about this? The wicked ends deceptive wages. Hallelujah. When you think about these particular points that has been revealed there, because multiple of them about the justification and then about the acknowledgement of over 40%, it's almost half of the uh, out of the workers, they are, you know, taking one thing or the other. And these, when you think about it, you know, it's easy for us to come here and say, oh, uh, I've never done this thing. But there's some things based on the cultural norm at workplaces that God, that's why I say, all these things, we're always separating it. But God is trying to, you know, take over our hearts and everywhere for us not to separate our heart, to say, ah, this is a workplace, this is home, this is that. Things that we do, we need to manifest his will, his character in all those things so that people could come to the knowledge of who God is in every facet of our life, not only at, uh, you know, in, okay, maybe we are holy at church and all those things, but we need to show who he is to in our workplaces. And those are the places that we can reflect this. And that is why we need to overcome the culture of our present, maybe our workplace, and you know, overcome it by bringing, being the light so that the light can shine through us and other people can see. For an example, like I said, you know, when I started working uh, in United, you know, based on the culture of the environment that I was working with, you know, and in my immediate environment, there were a lot of ill seeds that were sown in me about management, uh, about relationship with other coworkers. Then it, I built up walls in those kind of situations. I'm, I'm, this is you know, real, real, you know, real life. But right now I'm coming to the knowledge of it every single day that it's easy for you to always look for an excuse to blame somebody, you know, blame management. Those people too, they have a job to do. You know, you might not like it, but they have jobs to do. And the way you relate with your coworkers, you know, you know even though they're not relating with you in the best way. This is an opportunity for us to be able to show the light, not trying to defend ourselves. It's easy for our flesh to want to manifest and say, okay, ah, you have your own rights. Why would they want to tread on me? You know, we used to see the sticker on the cards and say, don't tread on me. But how to be blessed at work, it is to, you know, to yield to God so that we can be the light in that place and we will be the best of who we're supposed to be. We won't say, okay, ah, the, everybody's doing it or everybody's, you know, taking the ass. Like the people don't, the, pre, the management don't even care about us in all place. But we are not under the care, under the control of the management. God is our, you know, is a is a central focus. He is our foundation. He is our source. Then, then let us manifest this will in that particular situation. So right now, you know, when I get into that same mode, I think back and think about, you know, that kind of 
that situation and think about what you know the kind of love that God is showing me. How can I manifest that same love? You know, it is not easy when in, in, in a particular cocoon or one kind of you know cultural place. But this is what we have been called to. That's why I said it's hard work. It is not supposed to be easy. All you have to do is to carry across every day. Keep keep at it. Keep seeking it to become who we are supposed to become. Because it's easy for us to fall into this line and say, ah, you know, the company owes me. You know, we, you know, we get into organization and we think we deserve something. We think we deserve something, you know. And but you know, when we fall short, we ask for mercy. But the organization we're working with, they know, they, you know, they need to pay, they need, you know, all those things. But we don't showcase any kind of mercy. So he said, what, what does God say about this? The wicked earns deceptive wages. We think, you know, we, we, you know this is what we deserve. This is what we deserve. When you, dis, when you deceive your employer, the Bible says you are wicked. Of all people, employers and customers should be able to trust the follower of Christ to be honest earn their wages and provide quality service because this is how we can show who we are that we are the light that we are the salt not trying you know that we truly believe in the promises and god's faithfulness that if we continue to hold them if we don't get weary in time that it will come true for us if we humbly yield to him that it will manifest his will in our life this is the way we show. And this is the way we get blessed by persevering in that place, not, you know, trying to you know, deceive our way of, you know, fulfill ill desires through different kind of avenues and schemes or to hold on to it. This is an encouragement because one way or the other, we, you know, I can, you know, I can, I, if, I'm, if I want to, you know, make a fool of myself, because when I say make a fool of myself, I can say, uh, you know, that I don't do some things. Like I said, we get, you know, pulled in, in one way or the other based on, you know, that's why one way or the other, you know, before in my life, I used to think about the crowd. But the, the, to be conformed to worldliness, you know, it happens at workplaces before we know you're pulled away by one notion or the other. And you too, you do the, you know, based on, your present disposition. Usually you pull some people away based on some ideas that you come up with or something. But for us to truly represent Christ, for us to truly show, be the light, we need to yield and let the Holy Spirit be, in, be the one leading us to, 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 to be blessed at our places of work and to showcase God's will in our place. All to his glory. You know, it is an encouragement. It is a conviction. It is a correction for us if we have been living outside of His will. If we are, you know, trying to actually come up with things by ourselves. If you are, you know, you know, trying to profit because of all these things. One of the most important things that we need to know that no matter how all those things, it will, you know, I think you know there was one time we talked about this. Like all this wealth, they will fly away. You know, you know, like Ecclesiastes would say, it is all vanity because you, know, you can just like the parable of a Christ revealed about somebody getting wealth 
and you know broke down all these barriers just to build build new ones so that he can gain all those things and you know live and enjoy his life but next day there was no life to live but there's one thing this one thing that is sure there's an eternity after you know it just depends on which particular place, you know, if we're going to set our sights on heavenly realities. In our present world, it's somewhat difficult because based on the fact that we are encompassed with a lot. But we have been encouraged this morning and for the past couple of days is we can be blessed and we can show, show for that blessing by letting Holy Spirit lead us in all things and we can abide in this presence thank you very much i know um it's talking and talking and talking do we let's have contributions please Do we have contributions? Uh, but but Ayo, thank you so much for all the explanations, the details and all, you know, you bring it home and, uh, and bless. As we were speaking, Romans chapter six just came to me, Romans six to 19. Let me just read it. Let me read it. Uh, hallelujah, glory to God. It said, <laughs> Romans six nineteen says, I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmities of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness and, and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants to righteousness unto holiness. So if you read the whole chapter, you will get more details, the message. What Paul was telling the Romans, you know, like when we were talking about, you know, where in our relationship with other, where we walk, what we do, the example that we show, you know, we must, we should know, you know, we are not, just as you were saying, we are not to be ruled and be regulated by men, you know, our conversation is in heaven. That's where we dwell. Our daily affair is to be conducted and be carried out in the heaven. That's where we belong. The heavens, the new creation man. We are not ordinary people. So our conduct, our everything we do should reflect what we believe and who we are. It has reward, brethren. If there is, look, God rewards faithfulness. I have seen it in my life. There are things I cannot say here on this platform because of, you know, when I came, there were things God said, don't do, don't. I had even done so. He said, look, I dropped it. But I can tell you, brethren, that God has proved to me that, you know, truly, he is faithful. There is nothing we give up, but that we will receive it hundredfold. You know, you are aware of the challenge, and you know what it 
is involved in that kind of challenge it is the financial involvement and that is what god did free he led me to where that help will come if i had done otherwise those things i should drop if i had insisted brethren i would have been written off by now you know but you see it might it might look it's as though ah, if i don't do it how am i going to do this how am i going to do that no no let us just go by the word of the lord our the bible the wisdom of man is foolishness with god because he is the he knows the end from the beginning is the alpha and the omega everything our springs are in him if we really love god brethren the lord will grant us grace to be him you know we, we are not we are not doing anything to, to please the world all that we are doing is his kingdom to, to advance to advance his kingdom to show the world who christ is i was reading a place recently in the bible in john you know where the lord was talking about the father he does nothing on his own it's what he saw he sees the father do that he also do when he was in the flesh he said i i i, I do nothing of my own whatever i see the father do that's what i saw i was also asking myself even as christ has manifested god's glory he was telling philip he said where philip was saying we want to show us the father he said you you have seen me and you are saying i should show you the father if you when you as you see me you have seen the father i was telling myself oh god why can't i live a life that will also reflect that that will say oh do you you want to know christ do you see me you have seen christ that's who christ is by what i do by what i say i was telling myself that it really ministers to me it was like oh god can i also say this paul said do as i do follow after me what you see me do doing he has come to that level of life that level of relationship he has put on so much of christ that he could say that you know that is what god wants us to be may the lord grant us grace ahead in jesus name let me give a chance to others god bless you thank you thank you very much i think uh that word that you just spoke about so just you know it's a challenge and that is the calling for our life thank you very much for us to be christ this is the call, you know. This is why he came, to show us the way. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. And this is what we need to become, right? And if we are, if we are dead in isolation, in our homes, at church, and our workplaces, we become somebody else. In our relationship with someone, we become something else. Then we are, like you said, then we are not Christ. Then we are not delight this is is it how to be blessed our world it leads to you know showcase the light be honest is it you know be, you know show the character of what you like like so that bridges or what, what do we truly believe in you know and it might be difficult because it's a balancing act for us but it is never it wasn't supposed to be easy that is why we need the Holy Spirit. You say, how can I do it? I cannot do it. Yes, it, it is it has been revealed to us that it is not by power or by mind. To become this, to, 
to be to showcase Christ's character. So it is very important that we take, uh, you know, we seek Him so that we can become and we can reveal these things. Not trying to be balancing, you know, be, you know, act of balancing things like, oh, you know, what do I become when I go to this place? In my friend's place, what do I become when I, you know, you know, like Sister Bridget said, how you know, you know, Christ only revealed God's character. He never revealed uh, another person's character. He only does what he sees his father. And this is what we are called to do, to reveal the character of Christ, to be, to become Christ and to show the world that God loves us and we can manifest this love and the whole universe to come to the knowledge and the fullness of Christ's love in our lives. Thank you very much. I think uh, yeah. Mike wants to go, go ahead. Sir. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, my sister, Sister Bridget. Thank you very much for your contribution. I think, you know, one thing we have to get um, in the back of our mind all the time that, you know, we have to know who we are, what kind of person we are, what kind of father are we serving. You know, we have to know, you know, and pray for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit to be with us at all times. Um, most of the time, you know, we go to church and present ourselves differently, but when we get out of the real world, we start acting differently. We lack integrity, but we lack the spirit. And it, it, there's no way you're going to carry the spirit if you don't ask for it, and if you don't, like, it's there, but, you know, you are not aware of it, so take advantage of it. You just like you know do whatever you want to do, you know. I yesterday uh, something happened. Um, I went to work. And this lady came and she went and started praying. She was after she finished praying, then I was leaving, and then I asked her about like you know something that happened like a couple of days ago. Then I asked the lady, "Have you solved this problem? How is this situation between you and this person?" Man, she started cussing. Now, like, really? Are you just coming from your knee praying to God in order for sudden and you start cussing already? You know, that just make me to like to judge him right there. I was like, you know, what kind of God are you worshiping? How or not that you just coming from worshiping the Lord? And I actually for a simple thing that just happened between you and your system and the word that he used was not like, you know, welcoming. So, you know, we have to be aware of who we are at all times. It doesn't matter, you know, what kind of situation or where we are and what are we doing because aware of the Holy Spirit and know who you are as a son of God, as an ambassador of God, um, the, you know, as, you know, somebody that that represent God is very important because your characters tells a lot. People can judge you, you know, based upon the word that come out of your mouth. And they start like, you know what, you know, like, just like me, I start like questioning her, what kind of God is she serving? You know, anybody can do that. They're like, if this is a life, or oh, this is the kind of life, this person, why would I want to be a Christian? Or why did I want to be a Muslim? Or, you know, why did I want to? So, 
it's not just to go show up every day in church or pray every day, but your character is very important. And I pray that the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Uh, I think uh, it, it is very, and this, this is what we need fellowship we need the fellowship with the holy spirit and as we do uh, ourselves god is revealing his mind to us he's correcting us and one of the things that we need to stay faithful on is god is doing something great in our lives that's why we keep getting these message and as we yield humbly god is doing his work and i know in my mind that god is doing work. one of the things that brother mike brought up is the only way we can showcase our faith it is in our actions it is in our actions you know so we can profess christ but if we don't manifest each character then we are not in it and that is that's why we go through these different tests you know in our lives and one of the things that we should understand is we should be open to to be merciful because okay. one of the things that you know growing up i used to think and god is revealing this to me you know we always think about christians as different you know like our sins are christians they should act like this they should act like that but it is based on christ's work that we are called christians it is not based on our own work and as we as he has done the work on the cross and we are forgiven the process of sanctification to become who he is true by our daily yielding unto him, abiding in his word and yielding in the presence of God. That is how daily we are carrying our cross because it, it, it is difficult, but it is the eventual victory is already in front of us. Christ already has victory for us. So, but as we are convicted, as we are correct, as we are ministered to and revealed to every day, then we can come to him for help so that we can become who he has called us to be because it is easy for us to judge ourselves, judge others, and all those things. But it is encouraging. as we, It is an encouragement, I mean, this morning that, you know, we need to showcase, just like Ramai said, showcase our belief system to manifest the character of God that we are professing because it is easy for us to profess that we have faith in Christ, that we do this, that we do that. But it is in, in the manifestation of it that we showcase our true belief system. Do we truly believe that we need to show somebody mercy? Do we truly believe that we should be, we should, should be honest in our dealings, our work? We can say it, but when we are in the midst of it, one of the things I've been praying to about myself is sometimes when I get work, it is easy for me. One thing I've been praying about is I, before you start anything, pray about it. Sometimes you get lost in translation. But when you are, you know, as soon as pressure comes, then I, you know, your true self will be manifested. And that's when I'm like, then I start showcasing some things. And one of the good things is I get revealed onto immediately. Yes, you see, why aren't you, why are you not patient enough to let the Holy Spirit be the one in control? Because when we are under pressure, then we try to take over things by ourselves. And this is what he is telling us today. That we cannot do this by our strength. 
And when you're under pressure, maybe a situation comes, then you don't start manifesting flesh. Instead of manifesting who you profess, you manifest who you are. And this is how we need to go about it to, you know, as we are revealed unto, let us come to him. He will help us. Let us seek his mind, his wisdom. And we are being changed as every day, even though we are going through those situations. But that situation is meant to make us who we are supposed to be. And I hope God will help us. Do we have more contributions, please? Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for all that contribution, even though I didn't get to hear all the contribution. But I'm sure maybe one or two people already mentioned what I'm going to say. But still, I think we need to look into this very carefully. And we need to actually understand what today's topic is actually telling us, you know, because there are several many ways that we have involved ourselves in, you know, stealing in the job place. And when we are talking about stealing in the job place, not only in that job, which job that, and also including the job of God in the assignment of God as well too. We have to look into everything altogether. Sometimes we know nobody is watching us and we try to do whatever we feel like doing because why? Oh, my boss is not there. Oh, my pastor is not there. I can do otherwise. It is really very important that we have this at the back of our mind because remember, we are the role model. Role model for the people in Christ, for the believers role model for the unbelievers as well. Please, I think it's better we understand this very well because when we understand this very well, it will help us and this will ginger us. This will ginger us, honestly. And, you know, on Sunday, when we are talking about relationship, we talk about, you know, digital, you know, um, evangelism, honestly. There's been a lot of change. I've seen so many people's, you know, from that Sunday, I've seen so, so, so many people's, you know, platform. They are posting word of, uh, you know, word of God on. They are actually putting prayer. I've, I've seen it since Sunday, honestly. So which means we are being meant for a change. So we should remember that we are role model. People know that the sign of Christ is in us, that we are the one called. And if we are answering to that call, we need to be very careful. We need to be careful. We shouldn't be doing it because, oh, my boss is there. My supervisor is there. My supervisor is not there. Anytime, remember something. I want us to put this at the back of our mind that the only one that see everything is God. Either the one that is open or eating. He is the only one that see it all. And is the rewarder of all things reward that trust me i know sometimes we train we tend to do this because we see that okay i put more effort i did so much my supervisor did not see it he has not rewarded me i'm not being you know i've not gotten what i suppose the promotion that's supposed to get remember god is actually putting this in a record for you don't look at your supervisor don't look at your manager don't look at your pastor Look unto God. Look unto God. That is what he told us. Look unto God. And if you're not getting reward, just know one thing today. Even still, you didn't get that promotion. Or maybe pastor did not recognize your work. And that's what I always do. I always say, 
I don't care who is saying that, oh, Sister Jimmy said this. I don't care who said that, oh, Pastor Mrs. mentioned it. I don't care anymore. Initially, I used to care about it. I used to worry about it that, oh, maybe I'm not making sense. Not until Holy Spirit spoke to me. Who are you representing? Are you representing me or you're representing them? It is really very important. If you're representing me, then you will put all diligence into that work that you're doing. And you won't even look at it. As long as you're doing it rightly, you won't care because you know your reward is in heaven for you. You know that reward is in heaven for you. The other day, my friend came to my house and uh, I was walking. And she, I asked her to sit beside me while I was working. And as I was working, she saw me pulling one of the application out. And when she saw the application, she was like, oh, this is the kind of application my spouse is also using. I was, uh, I was like, oh, really? So they use this. And she was telling me something. And this really baffled me. And Holy Spirit actually, you know, spanked me for not saying the truth at that moment. Because I don't want her to feel bad. Because she always tell me that most times, you know, we that we are working from home, we have leverage to so many things. We have, you know, so many things that we can do. But one thing is that we should know that God is watching us. And she told me that most times the husband will be in the store and he will be telling the children to be reading what is on the screen for him on the phone. So you'll be telling the children to be, you know, replying all his email, replying this, replying that. That is cheating. What kind of role model do we think we are? What kind? Yesterday I was at work till 7 p.m. My boss did not pay me till 7 p.m. She only paid me for 5 p.m. Initially, I wanted to, you know, question it that why do you pay me for 5 p.m.? I've been with IT, I have issue with my computer, and you're telling me you're paying. I could have done something, but I did not because no, I know my reward is in heaven. It's in heaven. That is one thing we need to know. We don't need to fight it. God sees it all. He sees all our contribution, our efforts. He sees it all. You don't need to, you know, to, 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 to show, show something in the presence of the boss before the boss can reward you. God will reward us. He will reward us. So please, let's have that in the other back. It's not that I'm perfect. I'm not perfect either. I'm still working in process. Because remember one thing, faith come by hearing. When my friend said it the other day when she came to my house, I'm almost like, oh, hmm, I think sometimes too when I'm not too busy, if I'm almost done with my work, maybe I can do such thing. But I said, what am I representing? What am I representing? Is it that one hour will add to me? It, it's not going to add nothing. That one hour money that you're going to get, you will end up using it for something that is not necessary. There is no reward, no reward whatsoever. So please, let's have it in our mind that we are working for God. We are not working for any boss. We are going to be accountable for everything we are doing. One thing, that's, that's one major thing we need to know. We are going to be accountable. On that day of judgment, every one of us will be accountable for our personal job and our spiritual job. Because God will ask you, have you heard this before? And I can say it now. Every one of us, we are hearing it. Briar was the one that led it for us. God will remember us that it was Briar that led this topic. I pray that the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Uh, God is a exceedingly great reward. He is a reward. So 
course, all those notes, you know. And like you said, we should do everything, all work, like we're doing it on to end. And that is the call for us today, not for us not to walk and separate our lives, just like it's been revealed through pastor We shouldn't separate our lives and say, okay, this is God's work then. This is my work. All work is God's work because he is showing his creativity through us in all spheres of our lives. And I hope we can also, you know, relate to that. In that and uh, I think uh, Sister Tolu put on the chat as we should be careful about time tech. You know, all these things, like as they were highlighted in our devotion, you know, we can be conformed to that. But as Christ followers, it's been revealed to us that we have to go the extra mile to be able to showcase the light. You know, it's easy for us to say, oh, ah, yeah, you know, it's you know, it's easy to do and nobody's gonna question for it. But if we are doing everything like we're doing unto God, then you know. The Holy Spirit convicts us. The only thing that was revealed there is we find justification. In the flesh, try to justify things, just like vengeance, like demanding your own, you know, rights. But God, Christ was revealing to us for us to truly be his followers. If somebody requests for your, you know, for your shirt, you know, give, give the person your coat, you know, do extra, you know, don't just, you know, do it for the purpose, just like when Peter asked, like, if I, and for how many times did I forgive my brother? Because the law was saying it's three times. He's, and he felt like if he said seven times that he has fulfilled, you know, because we are trying to fulfill the law. But no, we we have to do more than that. It's not the fulfillment of the law. It is to become Christ. It is to reveal God's glory, his love in our lives. And that our character has been, that's why I say seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And all of that things, the things that we're trying to deceive ourselves and get, just like what Pastor Mister said, all the things we're trying to deceive ourselves to get, God will give give it to us if we're patient. And this is a good teaching for us because there's multiple conviction in multiple places, just as what Pastor Mister says. But it is also an encouragement, revealing the will of God to us. Uh, I don't know if Pastor is still there. Do we have any other contribution? If, if you don't have any other contribution, the pastor is not there. I just, could I just, I just wanted to elaborate on that time testing just uh, briefly, very briefly. Because time test, like um, Pastor Mrs. was saying, you know, time test is when you are getting paid for work you are not doing, you know. And a lot of times, you know, like Pastor Mrs. was saying, you know, you are at the store when you're getting paid, you are not working. You know, you are doing, you know, it's a different thing sometimes they say you go on for your um, doctor's appointment during your work hours, but you come back and you make up that time, you know, like you work the extra, but a lot of times you're taking long breaks on work. You know, you're supposed to take 15 minutes, but you take 45 minutes before you come back or <clears throat> you ask somebody, you are running late, you have somebody punching or punch out for you. You know, you have times when you are taking personal phone calls for hours, you know, and it's time theft. And a lot of times we don't think about stuff like that. You know, it's not what we should be doing. It is not what we should be doing. If you are, you are working onto the Lord, like Pastor Missy said, we are working for Christ is our master. That's what the Bible says. We need to be um, 
watching out for time theft and thinking about that. And we need to make sure that we're not stealing from our employers in that way. So I just wanted to just elaborate a little bit. Uh, th th thank you, Stato. Lubrayo, I'm really sorry. Uh, if everybody has to go back to work here, good to do that. I just wanted to just clarify something. Um, I thank you, everybody, for contributing to do This is a practical life thing that God is speaking to us about today. And I don't want us to miss it out that we all have one way or the other fall into this trap. Um, but God is building us daily to help us to understand what he thinks about our new life, that our new life is supposed to be uh, a representation of him on the face of the earth. Uh, one way or the other, we have taken a pen or maybe we take a sheet of paper or we take one thing or the other that are, that are misrepresenting God. And God is trying to tell us today that he expects us to be to stand out as a light in representing him. Um, knowing, like Sister Bridget said, that you see so many things that have happened when we come into this nation that we have a tendency because of what we see that happening. And when we when I was when we we're talking about the Bible study yesterday, that what the eye sees can lead to destruction sometimes and it can kill the soul. I meant that because it is really, really important that when our eye sees we are now getting transformed in our heart by renewing it. Because we see it doesn't mean it, it is right. Because others are doing it doesn't make it right. And what we need to do is what is God convincing you to do at the time that you see that thing. And we are not perfect. Are we going to see that thing that happened again? Are we going to fall into that trap? Yes, we will fall into it or one way or the other. We're tired. We do all those things. When we're supposed to be walking, we're sitting somewhere because we're tired. We're overwhelmed. All of those things count. But are we doing it intentionally to say, yeah, because this is person do it, I'm justified to do it? Because that is where the key is. What? Because you're doing it, because you need a rest and you need to make up to that rest that you've taken. That is a different case. But you're doing it because somebody do it to justify and rationalize it is what we are talking about today. That a lot of people do things that they're not supposed to do and they refuse to do things that they're supposed to do because they feel they're justifiable for not doing what they're right to do. All we are saying is that make sure that what you're doing is giving glory back to God, that you're not doing it to fulfill the loss of flesh or loss of eye or pride of life. And that is all we are saying. And God will help us to not think that, oh, we get away with it now and we think it's okay. Whatever you get away with that you're supposed to do right is going to come back and haunt you. There is no, 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 any question about it. Like I said yesterday, if you plant a corn, you cannot reap a, a, a seed, another seed. You will only reap the seed of the corn. So please, please, brethren, we are we bound to make mistakes, but God is telling us before we join the Joneses, before we do it like others are doing it, or before we think that we're getting away with something, let's think of what God is looking at. Because somebody doesn't see you or somebody doesn't know what you're doing, doesn't mean God did not see you. God sees everything and is the rewarder of those that diligent seeking him 
Seek a name in our actions. Seek a name in our behavior. Seek a name in our work ethic. Seek a name with our life that other people are reading us as a book. And may God help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Brian, very much. I'm sorry for taking more of our time. And God will help us all to live. Uh, it's not an easy walk, brethren. Don't, don't let us lie to ourselves. We cannot do it on our own. We must rely upon the Holy Spirit to help us because Holy Spirit is here to help us through it. But when we try to figure it out on our own, then we fall. It's not an easy thing. But when we keep on relying on him to know that he is there for us, we will be able to achieve everything he wants us to achieve. Because he said, let the will of God be done as it is in heaven on earth. And it can be done. Jesus Christ is our example. He did it. And he excelled in all of this. If he excelled enough for the all of it, and he has sent a helper to come and help us to excel, why are we not surrendering to that helper? To say, oh, you know you want to do something that is wrong. And you, the helper is telling you not to do it, but you refuse to listen to the helper anyway. You did it. And you say, oh, yeah. Yeah, Lord, forgive me. Then, you know, who are you mocking? We're not mocking anybody, but God will give us grace to do the right thing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. Sir. Thank you for the words. Uh, like you said, I think it's a summary of all the things that all the contributors have said today. Like, let us do everything in this new life we have in Christ. Like, we're doing it unto it. Let us not think that. You know, we, we, we because nobody is seeing us now. You know, he talked about in a, in a devotion about humiliation. But what about the final humiliation of, you know, living a life and eventually, you know, eventually we get to a place of judgment and God is saying, uh, you know, we, 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 you know, we have been deceiving ourselves all this while. You know, if, you know, some of us get it, you know, that's why I say, most of us, we, you know, we seek justice when things to other people, but we pray for mercy inside of us. Like, uh, let us manifest God's will by yielding to the Holy Spirit as pastors encouraged us. This is an encouragement. Let's not, you know, this is not a condemnation. That is the good thing because we've had this for 40s and God is trying to reveal something to us. You know, you know, all the examples that have been used about time, about all these things, those, th those are important messages. You know, most of us, we probably don't want one or the other, you know, but this is an encouragement for us to truly be the light. And one of the most important thing is, like I said, for us, that this message is eating home. You know, we can, we can seek God's, presence and direction and guidance and the ones that they don't even know how to get there this is an opportunity you know for us to for you to be led by the holy spirit you need to receive christ and if you have not received christ this is an opportunity a great opportunity for you and you know you can call on him you can as simple as that you can call on him you can ask you know confess all your sins to him Accept him as your Lord and Savior with faith, holding on to him because it is by faith, you know, by, by a profession of our faith that, you know, that we receive Christ. So, you know, let's ask him to be our Lord and Savior. Let's ask him to take over our life. And, you know, receive him. Like Pastor has said, receive his spirit. And to be 
and, and to seek him so that we are led by the spirit and led by our flesh. So if you have not received Christ, this is an opportunity for you, you know, ask him to come into your life, receive him as your Lord and Savior, but, you know, accept it by faith that he came to die for us and to resurrect, to give us life. And um, once you've done that, welcome to the household of faith. Welcome to, to, to the kingdom of God and to persistently seeking to fellowship in his presence. You can seek the fellowship. You can seek a, a gathering. You can look for a believing church around you. You can Google and look for any church around you or go to rccg.org, find it, redeem near you. You know, talk to uh, the, the fellowship, talk to pastor or whoever is available that you just received God and you want to live by his tenets. You want to manifest his will. You want to live for heavenly realities, not something that will expire. But you want, you, 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 you want to be sanctified through his spirit and they will work with you. And also, also all of us are, you know, in the process of sanctification because Christ, once we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, we've been forgiven even from the sins that we have not even committed. But most of the, thing, the, the point is for us to truly be restored to become Christ. It is a process of sanctification. And as we are carrying our cross daily, we are seeking his presence, his wisdom daily. We are being changed. We are being encouraged to become who he called us to be. And this is the calling for our life today. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity you've given us because you've revealed yourself multiple ways today. You know, most of the contributions that he owned, especially for me, and I hope it's for every one of us that has heard this message the way we've been living our life, you know, to reveal your glory, we have to go extra step. And Christ did this. He went extra step. He didn't just fulfill the law, you know, because most of us, we, you know, try to do this, do things just to, you know, fulfill our righteousness. No, for us to become you, we have to, you know, sacrifice. We have to go through the process of pruning to become fruitful, to reveal your character to showcase your love that you have shown us, to live a life of righteousness. And this is the calling for us so that we can be the light, so we can manifest your will and we can bring all the glory to you based on the calling for each of us, for each of our lives. Father, we thank you for this message that you have given us. We thank you for all the verses that you have used to reveal this message. Father, we don't want this message to be crowded up based on our ill desires or being conformed to, 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 to worldliness based on our place of work, our homes, you know, and we, we are crowded up by what we think we need. Like it's been revealed to us, you will not satisfy our ill desires because you know what we need. We might be encompassed with what we want because of what the world is telling us we want. But you really know, honey, the grace to know you, to seek your wisdom, to, for the Holy Spirit to lead us. This is what we're praying for. To, when we are convicted, to come boldly to you, to be equipped to walk in line with your will and to be able to be an extension of your grace by showing people mercy too. Because it's easy for us to be in a place of judgment. But we have been convicted right now. So that means we can see some people and tell them, ah, those ones are stolen things. But in our hearts, we've been, we've, we, we've, we've done some 
you know, some iniquities has been revealed in our heart too, that one way or the other, we've, you know, manipulated the system because we feel, you know, justified in our situation doesn't mean that that is the right thing. But it is important now that you are revealing your mind to us. Father, help us to take this message. Let this message, let it see, Chaminit. Let it bring forth fruit. Let it be deeply rooted in you so that we can manifest the right fruit. And we can go forth to showcase your glory in our, in our, in our places of work, you know, in all our in all entirety of our lives, so that we can continue to bring people as as to bring people to you, and those people, in, in turn, we all come in unity in Christ Jesus to be encouraged and to be encouraging others, for us to be encouraged and them to also encourage us so that we can all come to the, the fullness of your love. Father, thank you for this message. As we want to continue today, Father, go with us. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. And surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we should dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody.